out here slaying on this blade, praying that I don't get cut by these police making raids, jumping out and checking nuts, cutting balls down the guns, babbage weed is in my lungs, niggas stiff me for a bag, I'ma shoot him in his ass, I'ma show him who the boss, when you niggas gonna learn, when you cross in this game, then your ass will get burned, wait my turn, up my time, rock for rock, for the dime, taking fair chance after chance, but I got to dance to the rules of this shit, that's why I keep up Slap cross mouth, reach it in your pockets and take your money out. Man, you know what's going. You got cheese, I got dope. But the 900 strong, I got peas, I got coke. All right, welcome back. Boxed up UFC, Slimmy, our Torres. You know <laughs> us by now. It's Friday, it's the weekend. I'm drinking an adult beverage once again. Cheers. As I'm known to do. Our Torres, how are we doing? I'm doing very well. Um, it's finally nice out in Eugene. Uh, it only took five weeks into the term for that to happen, but, you know, I'm doing well. Interesting. It's been nice here, man. Yeah, I mean, not dude. today. Dude, it's been, like, monsoon raining today, but that's what it's that, been man. like. It's been rainy as shit for the past, like, four weeks, so Unfortunate. it's nice to have the sun out today. Beautiful. Um, but, I uh, love springtime, Eugene. It's oh, dude, it's the best. It's the fucking best. It I took a while because I haven't – like now it's really starting to get to feel like spring the first right. like four weeks it was like felt like still winter. still winter yeah yeah but yeah it's nice and i'm ready to talk some usc even though it's, been, it's a rare lull in what is usually a pretty exciting promotion i don't know it's been a weird it's, it's kind of been a weird fat past few weeks yeah so honestly we were kind of spoiled because we had the london card we had columbus and then we had 273 all back to back like all in a row those Um, were all great and those were all great like they had the talent they had things like excitement right uh but last week's card that we're about to talk about this week's card and then next week's card are extremely um like low entertainment value on paper and you know usually these fight night cards um like there's stuff outside of the main event to look forward to but I'm struggling to find that when I'm looking at, at these, like, this yeah. uh, April, month of April that we're in right now. The thing um, is, that's sometimes not a bad thing. Like, there, there's been a lot of fight nights, fight nights in the past where you don't know a lot of names, but the mm-hmm. entertainment is there. Because people, because this is their chance to be in the big stage. But last week, that did not happen. It did not and... happen last week. But this week, I, like, you're right about that. Because, like I said, on paper, the entertainment value is low. But this is where people make their names and... Then it's like the next time they fight, I'm like, oh, yeah, that guy had a crazy knockout on that random fight night card, blah, blah, blah. Exactly. So, <clears throat> and here's the problem. I had those expectations for last week. I thought the unders were going to be yeah. flowing. I thought nope. there's going to be finishes and quite the opposite. And it wasn't even it was worse than a bunch of decisions. There's worse things that was going like it was just weird. It was one of the weirdest cards I've seen in a while. Yeah. So it started off with Alatanga Lee. With the 47, 47 second knockout of Kevin. See, Cruz. when this happened, I was like, all right, like I was like, we're fucking fuck. all right, let's get after it. Like yeah. we are we are striking tonight. And I think that was more of just Kevin Kroon doesn't belong in he, the UFC. I mean, he hasn't won in the UFC in four or five fights. I was expecting him to get dropped before the pod started, but he's still on the roster, unless I missed something. But he he's gonna be done soon. That was yeah. really bad. He didn't look like he belonged at all. And like, like I 
I don't even know. Like, I want to say good job to Alatang, uh, but I think Kroom might just be that bad. I think Kroom's that bad. Even so, though he went to a decision against uh, Brian Keller uh, earlier this year. Something. And, like, he didn't look bad. And he was oh, a huge I, okay. I didn't even realize that was who fought Keller earlier this year. Okay. Yeah. So maybe he's not as bad, but he looked – I mean, he got knocked out. I mean, four fights in the UFC, no wins. Like, yeah, I get a win at some point. Um, I think he had to win and moves into a contest. But, yeah, the other guy, I mean, good finish, first-round finish. Um, but, yeah, Kevin Kroom, that might be it for him. Uh, women's strawway, Estella Nunez and Sam Hughes. This was a tough one because I had Nunez in the parlay. Um, came out blazing in the first round, right? Yeah. She looked really good on the feet. Um. And then she just kind of gassed and Hughes, gassed, dude. Hughes, his, Hughes's endurance won her the fight. And yeah, dude, she Estella knew this fucking gas. It was this tough. is a huge, this would have been a huge live bet opportunity because the tides really yeah. turned. Wasn't this the start of the uh whole thing where there was a there was an eye poke or there yeah. was some sort of yeah, I was just about to say so Nunez did lose a point because of an eye poke, and this began. A not it wasn't like consecutive, but this began a night of just overall confusion in the UFC yeah. octagon because we'll get to it. But there were so many illegal actions taken on this one card that mm-hmm. it's like I feel like we're gonna go like three months without another one because they all happened right now. Probably, yeah. Probably. Like because that's how these things go. You know what I mean? Like it was the mojo of this card was so just strange man like i don't even know how to start like i obviously watched the whole entire thing and had a good time doing it but like Mm -hmm. it didn't feel normal per se no so so very weird nunez gassed in the second and third ended up losing the decision you called this upset but it was a majority decision because one of the judges had it 28 28 draw yeah they had nunez winning two rounds but you called this upset you said it was going to be by sub but it was my decision. So I'll give right. no, yeah, I forgot about credit that. Yeah. Credit is due though. Hey, I appreciate that. This is yeah, I had her. I had, I did have Sam Hughes by sub. Um, and it didn't really come close, but there were some moments where I was like, oh, maybe, but yeah, yeah, I did. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't say I called the win. I I'll I yeah, yeah. No, I did I called the win. You're right. You called the upset. You, I you, called you the said upset. No, upset I called watch. It. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. I called it. Um yeah. But this is – I think that was the third time in a row where I bet a big sub. Like, it was her and Aljo and someone else on 273 where they won the decision yeah. but didn't win by sub, which is kind of unfortunate. One more thing. Sam Hughes had a cut going into the fight, and it opened, like, immediately. Yeah, Did dude. That? They were showing – they were introducing her, and, like, her nose was, like, bleeding. Yeah, and uh, the uh, the commentary desk i think it was dc it was dc and cruz and right? cruz yeah yeah and that's probably like, that's probably why this card was so weird because those two were commentating yeah and, but they're like yesterday they're like yesterday when we talked to her for her meetings uh she didn't have that cut so it happened like the night before like what the fuck was and it opened immediately before. yeah yeah so that was a weird fight but i mean credit to sam hughes that was a big win for her because I think that was her first. I think that was her first UFC win. I could be wrong, but I mean, she's she looked. She's tough as hell. That's yeah, that's what is. I learned about Sam Hughes. Um, I will say about Nunez. She has potential with her striking, but she's mm-hmm. got a lot to work on. I would yeah. like to see her fight Maria Agapova now. 
because they're both yeah, strikers. Sure. They're both good strikers who really can't do much else. So I want to see that fight. If that gets announced, that's that's so uh, that'd be awesome. That's Slimy Crystal Ball. That's right there. Uh, yeah, that'd be awesome. I'm really okay, c- continuing the weirdness. Jordan Levitt beat Trey Ogden in what was an extremely forgettable fight. Um, I just want to throw this out there. I don't really have anything to say about this fight. I mean, it was a close fight. Nothing the really crazy had. It was a pretty yeah. That was weird. He's done no, that the, He does. He does that for every win though. So like yeah, I was expecting it. Jordan Levitt is a very interesting character, and he did the Valerie Lareda dance after he. Uh, yeah. He won. And I like I think, Jordan Levitt. I like Jordan Levitt too. I I just don't know how good he is. I think he's three and one or four and one. He had. Have you ever seen the highlight of his slam knockout yeah, that he had? That was crazy. That, that was like was ten cool. seconds in. Um, he's really he's really good on the ground. His yeah. striking's not very good. Um, but as this just I'm gonna push the conversation to gambling real quick. Yeah. Um, this was a historically bad gambling card for me. I oh. won two of my 14 bets. Uh, so I went two and 12. And Jordan Levitt was one of my wins. So I started yes. the card off one and one with Sam Hughes not getting a sub and him winning. So I was one and one. And then I went one and 10 or one and whatever. I went two and 12 for the card. But that was one of my wins. So boring fight, but that was I'm glad I got that split decision. But Nothing really. I don't think Levitt's that good, but I do like him. He's really good on the ground. Yeah, he's good on the ground. And Ogden was too. And (laughs) the dancing is just very funny. Yeah. Um, But like I said, that just continued the weirdness of this card. Is we just saw this dude do a split and get up and shake his ass in a split decision. And then and then out walks Chris Barnett. Yeah. And See, this fight was boring too. This and fight was extremely boring. I was like, Bude, dude, Bude I was dude. just Bude was literally just holding him, which is what you need to do when you're this much bigger than the other two. Yeah. He was just pinning him against the cage. Uh-huh. Um I, I started doing the dishes during this fight. So I was like, okay, th- I knew like every round was gonna be the same. But then yeah, things really started getting weird when Bunday threw an illegal knee. No, it was an elbow. Elbow it was an, oh right, it was a 12 6 elbow. Right, okay. Um, and Chris Barnett wasn't able to continue the fight, mm-hmm. so they went to the judges' scorecards, and obviously all the judges had it Bunday winning. I've never seen this before. Yeah, so I guess if something, so it was an illegal strike, elbow to the back of the head, and Barnett was not able to continue, but I'm the the referee did not determine it as malicious or intentional so because of that and the fighter wasn't able to continue you stop the fight and see what the judges have to say about it and like you said obviously uh barnett was down two rounds at that point and he lost the fight but there was a moment where i thought barnett was going to win via disqualification because i well, had yeah a, because had that's what happened him. in yon aljo and that's the only other time i've seen this right happen and but was that is that different? My question to you is: Is that different because they ruled Jan's strike to be intentional? Yes, that is the okay. reason why. And That's so weird. That's so weird, though. How can you judge whether a fighter's intentionally doing an illegal strike or not? I feel like it's such a gray oh, area. It's it. There it is a super gray area. But I mean, I think if you look at Jan's, that was kind of like boneheaded. 
Whereas Boudé's was, was, I went like Boudé's was borderline like malicious because Burnett's head was turned and he just elbowed him in the head. But also, it's like like no one means it. Like no one means to do an illegal strike. Like you think Peter Yan? There is some confusion there. Who knows what he? Who knows what he was thinking? He definitely meant to throw the strike. I feel like he must have forgotten that it was illegal or something. Because yeah, or something happened with yeah. I don't know what happened. Like, but he definitely wasn't trying to throw an illegal strike you know right. like something was off there um yeah i don't know it was weird we needed we needed ultimate sterling's uh new book uh the mma, rule MMA for rules for dummies yeah we, we needed, needed that. that we definitely needed that <laughs> yeah. chris barnett just give him some other funny guy next he's gonna be yeah. he's gonna I uh he's just he's just gonna be a guy from here you know what i mean like he's not give him get... give him dudes that kind of suck because he's yes. entertaining and fans love him and like i don't know don't give him the six four dude that's just gonna lay on him on the cage like give him something that's gonna because when they were striking like barnett was landing so yeah not sucker not uh yeah yeah exactly that, that, Harry I, 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 I saw that on twitter i think that'd be i think that'd be funny i love that i love that honestly all right that's the Arturo's crystal ball Arthur Cristobal, Hunsucker versus Barnett. I love it. Yep. That's perfect. Um, okay. Rafa Garcia versus Jesse Ronson. Again, uh, I think this is a knee to the head of a grounded opponent. Yep. Garcia hit Ronson. Uh, the, the no, fight... Ronson hit Garcia. Uh, no, 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 no. Garcia. Oh, really? Because cause I bet sure? on Because we went over this fight last week, and I, I had Garcia, you had Ronson. So I, I bet on Garcia. Yeah. And he lost the point in round two. And I was like, oh, Garcia no. Garcia lost like, the point. Garcia lost the point in round yes. two for right. the okay. knee right. to the head. I got you. I got you. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, because he was – I thought he was winning the fight pretty clearly. And I was like, oh, crap. Like, this is going to mess up the decision, blah, blah, blah. But he goes out in the second and gets the rear naked choke and doesn't even yeah. – the, the point doesn't even matter at that stage. Mm. So this is an interesting – area too because if they took the point immediately right mm-hmm. like they took the point immediately and then they determined if ronson could continue if they like for the barnett fight right it was really right before this they didn't take a point away for boudet they just went straight to the the scorecards exactly so like, why, why, would you, why so, take the so point much... why take the point for one and not for the other exactly you know there's saying? so much gray area there needs to be it needs to be set in stone the point, I mean, what makes it easier is that the point wouldn't have mattered in right. the Barnett fight uh, or another fight we're going to get to. Yeah. But there needs to be some th- – it needs to be in writing about when you take a point, um, when you call the fight. I think the reason behind that is that I think my memory is health – my memory is correct. Ronson, like, was was fine. He was Yeah, he, could, he, like, he was able to continue definitely. Well, Barnett was visibly, like – not okay. He was laying down for yeah, yeah. I, dude. Because that's a scary place to get hit like that. Yeah, there's like there's boxers who get paralyzed when they get hit there. Yeah, you like, don't want to be hit thing. there. Yeah. That's where your sight comes from. Yeah, and yeah, Ronson he looked fine. Didn't really didn't seem to affect him that much. Maybe that's why. Yeah, but I do think that if if, if there's an illegal strike thrown, I mean it makes sense theoretically. It makes sense, but how it should be is if an illegal strike is thrown, you check on him. If he's see, but I still don't even agree with that. 
the person who threw the illegal strike and the, his opponent can't continue, he wins the fight. It just seems so weird to me. I guess the whole accidental part of it, but then again, like yeah, it's such a see, see, like we're talking about it now, we're like confusing ourselves. I'm going in circles, yeah. Like what the the right way because there I think there were four fights where something of this nature happened, and they were mm-hmm. all the context of them were completely different. Exactly. Which it's makes so... it that's why it's it's in there's no solution for it. And and to be honest, I think every single one of these decisions that were made by the referees and the doctors in these fights were correct. Like I'm not upset about really any of them. It's just more of like, it's a bigger problem that like you, like you're mm-hmm. able to throw an illegal strike and win the fight with yeah. no consequences. Exactly. Exactly. And, but I know you're saying nothing really went wrong. Right. I mean, but, a lot of things went wrong, but. And it, it's almost, it almost should be a thing. I don't think the, like the in the Barnett fight and the Ohio fight that we're gonna to get to, like the people who threw the strike ended up winning. I don't think it would be fair to take the win away from them because they're winning the whole fight. Mm-hmm. Like I think the rule where it goes to the judges' scorecards after a certain amount of time is fair. But I feel like if you're the UFC, you need to like put in their contracts like if you win via technical decision because you threw an illegal strike, you get like five percent of your check taken away or something yeah like you have some money taken away i yeah. agree with that because my point is that the fighters can use this to their advantage if they really wanted to yeah i don't, I don't know but if think that would be tricky but then that's where it gets intentional because if you try to use it to your advantage that's like oh shit he's clearly trying to like that's true but how can you prove it's intentional or yeah you like can. you know what i mean yeah. like, it's so like it's so tough but i, I know what you're saying it it is it's tough. The it just stems from whether it's intentional or unintentional. But if putting that part aside, it's pretty easy to decide what the outcome should be. Definitely, because all these were labeled unintentional tonight. Right. Um. Okay. But anyway, moving on. There's we're going to talk about this in a little bit because there's a, the co-main had it, but Drakkar Close is back. Yeah, that was impressive. You Kick, fucked Jenkins. Beat up. the shit out of, of Brandon Jenkins. Um, calls out Marco Madsen. Calls him, says, Don't be a bitch, Mark Madsen. Let's fight. Yeah, and dude, I was like, it. why the fuck not? Honestly. Like that's <laughs> a perfect, fuck, but I mean like he he had that name in his mind and he did bro. Again, dude, right away. Right away he was calling him out. There's no at? reason. There's no reason for them not to fight. No. So let's do it. UFC yeah. uh maybe a little June fight night uh main yeah. card. A little, uh, little June 18th uh, fight night main card, maybe. Jenkins has a chin, though. He took a lot oh, of yeah, heavy definitely. shots. Tough as hell. Tough as and hell. And got knocked down once, I think. And they stopped the fight when he was still standing, too. But it was a good stoppage. Rose was yeah. fucking wailing on him. Yeah, he, he made a lot of heavy too. shots. Yeah, yeah, shout out to him for sure. Marco Madsen, don't be a bitch. Yeah, don't be a bitch, bro. <laughs> um, This fight. Lena Landsberg versus Panny. Kianzad, not a terrible fight. A lot of blood, a lot of carnage. They're yeah. swinging. Um, it wasn't close, really. Uh, but it was. It was. I had no expectations for this fight whatsoever, and yeah, it, it exceeded fine. those expectations. I honestly barely remember this fight, uh, but it was. Hey, man, they're ranked I, bantamweights. I, bro. I remember ranked bantamweights. Oh yeah, yesterday. I remember you texted me that. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I wasn't really paying too close attention, but it was a pretty obvious like decision for. Uh, for Panny, Panny, 
and she has like no front teeth too. yeah that's that's psychotic I love well, it. It's kind of, yeah a little creepy but hey congrats rank bantamweights baby rank bantamweights dog they're the best 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 division deepest division deepest yeah. division in the ufc yeah of course um speaking of getting your teeth knocked out uh devin clark laid transition. William, william yeah thank you laid william knight the fuck out in the third round dude, dude this, this fight this fight uh, was we were so close to the william knight submission dude, dude you are telling oh me. my god he I, had it was i him. was standing up over my tv oh was like my sta- god. i was i was like i was alone in my house and i was just standing up watching william knight with his guillotine it's like holy shit holy dude. shit it was so close. Oh man! All he had to do was go on his back. That's all he had to do. He didn't do it. it was... He ended up going on his back in the third round when he got knocked out by Dev Clark. But... Oh my god! So just back to gambling. I had night by sub, night straight up, night in a parlay, and the under, which all lost in this That's fight. That's brutal. That's brutal. Um, I'm very shocked that this this overhit honestly, which is very. Uh... Dude, I but no, you're right. I mean, here's the thing. William Knight. I just saw this, by the way. <laughs> hey, hey, wait, hold on. I, I this is my platform to call out the light heavyweight champion right now, Glover Teixeira. All right. Um, I bulked up to 205, and I'm ready to take over your division. You know, um, I'll be watching your fight on the 11th. Uh, you better win that shit. If not, uh, your Prochaska will be calling you out. So you know, don't don't go running. The 205 um, division needs to watch out for our tour. Everyone's on watch. Slimmy in the corner. Yeah, that, bro. that sounds like a title team right there. That, bro, come on. They gave me a title right away. Yes. Um, but dude, William Knight. John Jones he, next. Sorry. John John Jones. No, he's scared, bro. <laughs> um, William Knight. I think I he's bad. With him. I, I don't. He's, he's bad. bad. I don't know what to do with him anymore. He. he oh man. He just didn't know what to do at some points of the His fight. His fight IQ is extremely low. It's and terrible. this was this was something I learned. Had, okay, so I got to go back to the guillotine. He yeah. had it. He, it was, it was in. in. It was in. And he was just going back, which he's, like can He's trying work, to do a standing guillotine. When you're doing a standing guillotine, though, you need to press against the cage and kind of twist them up like that, yeah. like what John Jones did to Machida. But he was just standing there and like, yeah, like you, it was under his <laughs> neck, but it's just gonna gas your arms out eventually. He needed to if he went on his back, he probably would have gotten it. I would have freaked out, but he gassed out so quickly, and he was very easy to take down for Devin Clark. And he Clark absolutely popped him in the yeah, that was that the was, last round. This is when so the card kind of we're about to get into the main card. Uh so I'll save this, but like Devin Clark, I want to say he looked good, but I also think William Knight's really bad. I think it's so, more William Knight's not very Yeah, good. exactly. All so, Devin Clark had to do was just avoid his big shots and just find a takedown. And, and William it, Knight, his volume is so low. Like It's, yeah. Yeah. But William Knight, I, I, I'm a fan because of how funny he is, right? Like, he's gigantic. Yeah. He's built uh-huh. like a fucking brick shit house, But I think he's pretty bad. Probably UFC fighters <clears throat> shouldn't be benching and squatting as much as he is. Right. That's not really the body type you need to have, you know? No. You need to be more flexible than that. So lesson learned, I'm not going to be putting all that on William Knight. 
next time. And I'm telling you though, I'm I'm, I'm doing long shot submission picks every card because they've come Let's so go. close. Let's go. I love um, that. I mean, Sam Hughes won, Aljo won, and I had them by sub. Um, fucking William Knight was second. William Knight ahead, had I a think. submission in and didn't plus plus 2000 bro holy shit like hey one of these are gonna have a next Derek lewis fight we're gonna (laughs) get it get in there yeah all right let's move on to the main card yeah so main card was actually not bad now that i'm looking at it um lazes versus lusa was a pretty fun striking battle yeah that that was good i like that like it was pretty solid and lusa coming in at short notice was pretty solid. If Lizeski De Los Santos or whatever his name is was able to fight, it would have been even better. Um, but Lizez mm-hmm. called out the uh do you see this? Oh yeah, I did see yeah, I did see this. Called out like crime lord. I don't know exactly who the dude is, but he's wanted for five million dollars in the United States and he called him out as or shouted him out. He didn't call yeah. him out. He shouted him out as like I love that dude. Thank you for everything. And meanwhile, the United States is like, we'll give you $5 million for any information leading to this dude's arrest. And it's pretty was, funny more than anything. Yeah, like, <laughs> definitely suspect as hell. I don't think he even knew that. Like, I don't even want to put words in Lezez's mouth, but. I don't think he did. It's just, that was probably the most interesting thing to come from this card, honestly, is that that well, dude the, called yeah, out. I asked him about that in the press conference, and he was just talking about how this guy was just very supportive in his life and helped him out in many ways. And then they mentioned the thing and he's like, Oh, I didn't know that. And it was thinking yeah. for like trafficking cocaine or some shit. Yeah. Like and that. it's like, Oh, uh, a drug Lord is involved in mixed martial arts. I I'm not surprised because just of how sketchy I know that MMA can how be. international the sport is international. It's definitely attracts some at the lower levels. There's some sus characters. Uh, yeah. Just in general, some fighters, promoters, etc. There was uh, this, this is probably the best fight of the card, though, in my opinion. I'll, I'll I'll give it fight of the night. Okay, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Um, I mean, I'm well, looking at all the fights right now. I think that was the best one, probably. Um, Pat Sabatini, boxed up bump recipient. Boxed up bump recipient, but he couldn't get the fucking finish. He but couldn't hey, get the congrats. finish. Um, and he there and he there was a tap though. Uh, yeah instant replay that's the worst that happens yeah um but you know congrats sabatini wasn't that impressive i'll be honest see it he got it done he uh first round was a little i was a little worried but second and third he definitely just showed how like he's just much there's levels Mm -hmm. laramie's not quite on that level but laramie's only 24 like i think he he's not bad like i no, he's not he, he, showed, he showed some yeah. things. Sabatini's striking is not good. That's that's the thing that kind of scares me. If, if he sees four no UFC he, now. He wowed him with a liver kick. Oh, man. Yeah, that is true. The, the Giga kick. I thought that was it right there. Um, But they're they're going to – I think you I think you give Sabatini a, a ranked guy or close to ranked guy next. I think you throw him into the fire, see what he's made of. I mean, he's 4-0 in the UFC. I mean, yeah. come on. You give, 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 give him someone. Um, or at least give him someone where he's not going to be a minus 500 favorite. You yeah, know. give give him a name. I mean, he was an underdog his last fight, so like he's proved that. Who did know, he, he fight last fight? He beat uh, Tucker, Gavin Tucker. Uh, yeah, got you. Um, but that's the thing. I, I just I don't know. I'm a I'm a big Sabatini guy. You know, boxed up bump. Uh, 
but the recipe, the recipe to beat him seems pretty straightforward. You just got to keep him on the feet and you'll win. His striking is not really there, but he's really good at holding you down on the ground. Never go, does not go for submissions, but it'll hold you down. Um, I think I've watched every single Pat Sabatini fight in the UFC, by the way. I think I have too, honestly. I remember his his heel hook against that one guy. Emmers, um, yeah. And the Gavin Tucker fight, I remember. I don't remember remember the first one. But, yeah, I think you throw him into the fire, give him a ranked guy, and see what happens. Um, Fight of the night. Maria Bueno Silva and Wu Yanan. Was this fight of the night? It won fight of the night. I actually, like, went to get food during this fight. Um, And came back, and it was the third round, so... I don't remember the scorecards exactly, but I think it was a lot of 30-27s for Bueno Silva. I didn't think it was that cl- – I thought it was really close. I heard like, you won – well, I heard that Wu Yanan won the second round. Like, I I think she could have won the third too, which is tough because I, I sprinkled her like plus 400. I, I like, thought Silva won the, won the third. I actually saw that round. Okay, I don't know. I don't – again, to be fair, it won five the night. Did I really care about it? Not at all. But no, I really – it was funny you texted me. I was like, bro, I'm 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 getting food right now. I don't <laughs> completely fair. I just think like Bueno Silva's neither of these fighters are good. I don't really have anything else to say about it. Yeah, it's not worth really. I mean, who cares? Really? Yeah, who cares? Congrats on the night. Congrats by the night. You got some money. Congrats on the win, Bueno Silva. But there's no ramifications for the Bantamweight division because of that fight. No, we'll no. see who we'll see what the matchmakers have for you next. Good luck. Um Okay, uh, Baeza. Dude. Yo, Baeza, man. What's going on? This was when my betting night was really, like, dude, I some demons. Like, uh, holy shit, Baeza. What dude, the fuck? Bro, I, I said this on the pod last week. I think Fialo's not bad. No, I now I agree. I think, see, I you, you heard my take on Fialo last week. Um, but I think I, I mean I was wrong because I think if you want to flip it, his first fight was against Pereira, who is a really good fighter, and Fiel actually won the first round against him. And it yeah. was a really good fight. Pereira won, but that was his first UFC fight. I mean, I think yeah, Fialo, he's gonna be around. He's fucking good, dude. And he's I don't remember exactly what his age. Let me let me look at. It. He's twenty eight. Like he's relatively young. Like he could. I don't know. He could be around for a minute. I think. Mm-hmm. Baez, a man. How how much is his? I think his next fight's a must win just to keep his Dude, contract. Is he gonna get the next fight? I think he will. Okay. Just because because oh, because he fought the he fought the pawns man in a fight of the night. He got knocked out by Chaos Williams in a really happens, good fight, and he got knocked out by Fialo. So those are all; those are three like names, you know. He was landing in that first round too, which is tough. Yeah, he was. I thought he was looking. He good. was really and landing. He just got cracked, man. It was, was like four. It was like four like straight uppercuts. Like it was yeah, like, and boom, he boom, held boom. his head there, and it was yeah. just it was too much for him at once. And yeah, Fialo impressed me for sure. Um, but yeah, Baeza, next one's a must win. And I think Fialo, if he wins one more, he could be getting a ranked guy for sure. He's got hands. We we know that. He does, he does have hands. Uh, so this is tough. So Baeza came in, he won on the contender series, 
And then he he won his first three fights in the UFC against Al- Hector Aldana, Matt Brown, and Takashi Soto, all by finish. Yep, and he lost three in a row. Lost the fight of the night to Pons, man, as you said. Got knocked out by Chaos Williams. I know um, they're saying on the broadcast, after he got knocked out by Chaos, he, he like, took it really hard. And I, I guess he, like, was seeing a sports psychiatrist and, like, trying to get his mental, like, figured out. Well, that didn't so help. I, 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 feel, I feel for him, though, because, you know, this is a very tough point in his career. Mm-hmm. He's, he's on a three-fight skid. Just got it's tough that out. this happens a lot though in the UFC where yeah, dude, it's fighters come game. in undefeated, fighters come in undefeated and then start yeah, losing humble, a few. Yeah. Darren Till, Justin Gaethje, those are two right off my top of my head where they come in undefeated and then lose a few, and they're like, What the fuck? And they either recover or they they just oh. can never get over that hump again, right? Like, yeah. And we've talked about this before too. Like MMA is crazy because not only do you lose, but like you lose like in violent fashion. Like yeah. we, you played hockey, I played like basketball and shit. You lose a game, it sucks. Yeah, you live to see another day. You lose a fight, bro. Like you might be in the hospital that night. Like, and it's just you. There's no one. It's just you. It's just you. It's, there's there's no different teammates. kind of. I loss. mean, there's yeah. there's there's a team, but it's like you're the man in the the arena. As the you're team. the only one that can like make the outcome different. Yeah. So that's tough. I hope I hope to see him around because I think he still has that potential. I need Me too. He has need that to talent. Maybe give him a, a more beatable guy. Fiala was supposed to be that beatable guy. Exactly. That's the thing. He was. Um, but but like we're saying, Fiala might be good. Exactly. So we'll see. I'm interested to see how this loss ages for Baeza moving forward because Ponzinibbio and Cass Williams, we already know, are, are really fucking good. So exactly. Fiala so ends up winning a couple more fights, and it's like, okay, maybe that will exactly. Be the problem is, will he be able to recover? Yeah. The thing is, there's no you can't just give him an easy fight. You gotta give him someone yeah. who True. I don't know, give him someone who he'd be like a minus two hundred favorite against. Mm-hmm. So the odds are stacked towards in, in his favor, but yeah. we'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. Um, okay, Colmain, Kyle Bohio, baby, he's good. My second, my other win of the of the night. Kyle Bohio, he looks like Charles Oliveira. Yeah, dude, he looked fucking good, bro. He's he, strong as shit. He's so big. Yeah, he was he was dominating that whole fight. It was he wasn't even it wasn't even close. It wasn't close Pick at him all. Pick him too. Great call by us. Just went with the went with the cool name and look, look what happens. But yes. yeah, it was not even close. So I was having a tough uh gambling night as you were up until this point. So he it was the same thing in the Barnett fight. He was up two rounds, he was winning the third, and then he threw the illegal knee, ended the yep. fight. Won a technical decision, but I had bet on him plus 250 to win inside distance. And technically he won inside distance. So I was very glad. He did. Very lucky to very lucky to catch that bet. Very lucky to catch that bet. Um that's when second for a second. I thought no, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, you keep talking. I was gonna say, oh, you motherfucker. God, I'm a Oh, I'm not ready for this shit. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, talk no. as much as you can about this next fight because I'm about to rub this shit. I was gonna face. say, I was just gonna say that when Kyle Bohio threw that that legal strike after he's up two rounds to zero. Yeah, you're like, oh, like okay, shit. this is gonna be another loss for me. This is just yeah. how my night's going. I can't buy like, and you know how bad it is if I only lost my 14 <laughs> bets is fucking Jordan Levitt's split decision. Like Jesus Christ, but yeah, move on. What are the, what are the when did what did this make you know? What did this make you well, know? Well, okay, to be completely honest, I knew 
after the uh, Rafa Garcia getting the sub after the point taken is when I knew that this car, the mojo was off, right? Things were weird. Points were being taken. Technic two technical decisions. Yeah, stupid shit was happening. Is what stupid you're shit's happening. And then Kyle Bohio wins me some money and another technical decision. And then I was like, okay, this is when I put the bet in. I was like, it is time for the bully, Bilal Muhammad. Comes out, wins four rounds against everybody's favorite welterweight, Vicente Luque. I just want to ask you one thing, Artores. Can you remind me, for the people, what his name is? I'll put on my serious hat right now. I'll, All right. I'll, I'm, I'm going to get serious for a second. Bilal did what he needed to do to win that fight. He did what he needed to do. That's all he does. That's all he ever he, does. He looked comfortable on the feet. He did mm. better on the feet than I thought he would. He outstruck he him than, by one, but he outstruck yeah, him. Yeah, you know, he, he looked better than I thought he would. Um, his takedowns were timely. He didn't really do any damage. He didn't really do any damage the entire fight. There was very little damage. Yeah. But the takedowns were huge. He got one almost every round. The timing was perfect on them. Like that's really the timing because he didn't, he held him. He held Luke there. He held Luke on the ground for no longer than two minutes each time. Uh, Luke didn't have too much of a hard time getting up, but those takedowns were timely. Those, they won him rounds. It was a pretty easy 49, 46, 48, 47 um, to Bilal. On Luke's side, the volume was not there. Not at, at all. all. You know, he had him hurt in the third for a second, but yes. the volume was not there. And I, dude, I'm crushed for Luke. I mean, how much does the guy have to do to fucking get a get a top three guy? I don't know. Like, fuck, man. But I don't know. Bilal, congrats. But you're out here over here talking about how you should have won the Leon fight. Like, shut the fuck up. Look. But, you know, Bilal loves to play into it as well, kind of. I feel like he's pretty good at uh, sparking up a conversation around him. Um, no, but yeah, because his fighting doesn't, doesn't spark any conversation. Because his fighting doesn't spark the conversation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, no, but seriously, again, serious hat. Bilal had the perfect game plan. He did. Like, Luke was walking him down, but his side-to-side movement, it – completely like depleted Luke's striking attack. Uh-huh. Um and that yeah. and that and that made it maybe made it harder for Luke to have good good amount of volume. Exactly. And the, the cardio held up all five rounds. Um we already talked about takedowns like I you know bending on Bilal is like okay what we need to happen is for him to take him down every single round and what he did was take him down every single round. And he just finds ways to win fights man. He just finds ways to win fights. I am officially one and oh in the box of UFC fight of the year. Um, we'll probably have another one coming up at some point, but the real fight of the year is going to be Rebus and Grasso. and uh, Grasso. So get ready yeah, for that. That's going to be, it. yeah. Gonna first, be yeah. First UFC fight of the year or box of fight of the year goes to you. Serious hat is off. I'm done with Bilal shit, bro. <laughs> that, that motherfucker. I am so excited for him to lose next. You, hey, you can't, wait. you can't deny him at this point though, that he is, I, he's top five. I can't deny he's yeah he's earned his top five spot but oh my god he dude like if he gets the, I, him in, on a main event it's just oh god he's oh just, yeah it's brutal give me his give me style okay is so 
it's like paint drying, bro. This is what I want to see. Like making there was a meme where it's like Emma, you know, like the guy, like this, the 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 guy like sweating. There's two buttons. Yeah, it's like it's like um uh don't blink because Luke is fighting or fall asleep because Bilal is fighting. And (laughs) that fight was fall asleep because Bilal is fighting. Like, oh my god. Uh he called out Colby. I think Colby would beat him. I think Colby would beat him. So I, I want Colby versus Hamzat and Burns Muhammad. And we'll see what happens in the Leon Usman fight. Um, but yeah. Bilal Muhammad. Bilal Muhammad, baby. Represent Dude. Chicago, represent Palestine. I was very happy after he won. Um, but here's a problem. You gotta give Bilal like someone. Give him that. Give him. Welterweight is so like interesting right now. Yeah, it really is. Leon's gonna fight Kamaru, and then you've got you. You've got Bilal, Burns, Hamza, and Colby, and you gotta do uh, two fights between those guys. I think I think Colby Hamza's gotta happen. I think that's the that's the definitely the money fight that is bound. That's and then you gotta happen. do and then Burns and Muhammad. God, I just yeah. don't want Burns to fight Muhammad because. He could do the same shit. But yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I think it'd I be a little know. bit tougher. I don't know though because we thought Luke it was as violent as as uh, Burns, and it didn't do anything in five rounds. So we'll see. We'll That's see what the thing, happens. Though I feel like if if, if Hamza could take Burns that easily down every round, he would have. So That's my, Fair. my take. Um. Okay. Let's talk about this week quickly because oh, yeah. Let's know, we'll. Let's just let's just see who is even fighting this week. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's, let's zoom through these prelims first. Prelims. I... Okay. So, first prelim, Mike Jackson is plus seven hundred. Apparently, this dude is like not even a fighter. I got him. <laughs> I swear, dude. I, I guess got him like plus eight fifty. Well, okay, even more. So, I'm pretty sure this dude's first fight was against CM Punk, and he lost. <laughs> um. And I'm pretty sure he was only given it because of some – I don't know the full story, but basically all, is he's, like, barely even a professional fighter, I think. Like, what? I he's hate DraftKings, bro. There, there's – the DraftKings has these, like, UFC specials, and there's, like, three bets that I would never bet. And one of them is Mike Jackson to win under two and a half total rounds plus 1,200. Yes, plus 1,200, and there's no no option. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah, so he – okay, this is what happened. He lost – to Mickey Gall in 2016, and then he had a no contest against CM Punk in 2018. And those are his only two fights in the UFC. There's only, and then uh, he had one Muay Thai fight in 2017 that he also lost. Hey, Mickey, Mickey Gall's a name. CM Punk's also a name. CM Punk's also a name. He's fighting Dean Barry. Good luck, Mike. I might sprinkle that plus 850. I might sprinkle him, dude. Fuck it. Like, um, okay. Well, other than that, okay, okay. Preston Parsons versus Evan Elder. Should be a good fight based off of what I've seen. Um, Parsons but, minus one thirty-five, Elder plus one fifteen. I might tell this guy on Twitter who's he has, he has Parsons winning, um, okay. because I don't have a lot of knowledge for this. Elder is short notice, so okay, yeah, Parsons. I, I might I might um, do that, and I might do the under in the Barry Jackson fight. Yeah, that's a yeah that's instant a knockout. Maybe. Thing. I don't know. Yeah. My, maybe like last this past week was a quick knockout. Um, Oroshi Lang fights Cameron else. Oroshi Lang. Is pretty fun to watch. Um, uh, Oroshi is minus 240 and else is plus 195. Makes sense. Tyson Pedro returns after like two years off against Ike Villanueva. 
I might sprinkle huge Ike. favorite. I might sprinkle minus six seventy five. Ike's for the knockout seventy five. The knockout potential. Um, I don't hate that. But Under one and a half is minus two hundred. Wow, that's that insane. is crazy. That's very rare. Um, Dwight Grant, Sergey, no idea who those are. Um, Jordan Wright, we saw it's Jordan Wright. He's on the he's the uh, featured prelim. He's fighting. Oh yeah, he's an underdog. We saw him get knocked out by Bruno Silva. I remember that. He got knocked out bad. Yeah. I might take the um, under on that fight right there. Jordan Wright is plus 165, and the under is under one and a half, plus 115. Damn. I, I hate the one and a half unders. Like, There's a lot sense. of them on these prelims, it seems like. Yeah. Did you mention the uh, Lins and Pratt? Oh, no, I didn't. I did. I, I skipped over that one. I might go Lins just because I'm telling this guy, but. That, that's another pickup fight. Again, money opportunities are there. Another under one and a half in that fight too. It's interesting. Uh, so well, in the pre, in the prelims, yeah. Every single fight except for the, um, Dwight Grant and Sergey fight is under one under and a half. half. Is under one wow. and a half. Okay. Hopefully this card. Most are most that. are plus money, but I hope the, the violence lives up to the odds makers' expectations. That would be fun. Yeah. Um, okay, main card. This is this main card is not bad. There's it's there's, actually there, there there's some interesting fights. The first one is the one that I'm looking the most forward to: Lando Venata versus Charles Air Jordan. Yep, I'm all over Jordan here. It's a pick 'em. The pick 'em. I'm Who's, on Jordan. I'm a fan of his. I am so, too. I have a question though. Yeah. So he looked really good his last fight against um, who who is that again? Uh, yeah, he fucking Sparta kicked. Uh, uh, he uh, Andre Ewell, yeah, so that was crazy, right? Uh, but I'm looking at his like, I look at his past fights and his resume is not that impressive, like sketchy. Lost to Julian Rosa, yeah, by by choke. He lost two split decisions to be fair, but one of them was to Andre Feely, who's great. Duo Choi, he beat um, Marcelo Rojo, he beat. It, he's not he's like three, three and one in the UFC is nothing impressive. And Lando Venata has been in there with some, I mean, his, his resume is not great either, but his he, last fight was a banger. And uh, he, that's Grundy. I guess Mike Grundy. Yeah. And he lost to Bobby green in a fight of the night. He has fought Tony Ferguson when Tony Ferguson was like killing everybody. Um, he's fought Bobby green twice. Hit a draw with Matt Frivola. And yeah, uh, Dracker Rose. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I think I, I'm I'm with you. I'm riding. I'm a ride Jordan. I'm a fan of Jordan, but I I'm expect a fan of Jordan. this to be violent as fuck. Is what I'm saying. Like this should be a good one. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to this. Um, it's lines. It's a pick 'em. Minus one ten. Minus one ten. Makes sense. And the under is under two and a half plus one fifty. Interesting. I'm. That's I'm just. This should. Enticing. This should be just like just a banger, featherweight banger. Yeah. Just guys getting after it. Looking forward to it very much. Mm-hmm. Um. But shout out to Jordan. He was supposed to fight Taporia on the uh, two seventy two two yeah two seventy two card. But... Right. So I think that makes sense. Remember, Taporia was a huge favorite against yeah. him. Yeah. And I was going to make sense Jordan, because but those lines came out right after that Jordan performance, and I was like, why the fuck is he a big underdog? But I right. didn't really do my research, yeah. but yeah, Taporia is a little different. But I'm on Jordan too. Hyped for that one. Alexander Romanov is back. This is he's fighting. He's supposed. I don't even remember who he was supposed to fight. 
but he's now fighting Chase Sherman, who was cut from the UFC like two weeks ago. Yeah, what and the fuck is going on? They needed a short nose replacement. Chase Sherman comes in. He gets a four-fight contract and doubles his salary because he's taking the short notice fight. Good shit. Shout out to Sherman. But as I've, I texted you, we got to fade him four more times. But he's not even going to be worth the fade with how at big all. of an underdog he's going to be. At all. At all. What is Roman off? Like minus 2,000? It's something huge. Yeah. It's yeah. Crazy. It's something crazy huge. Hey, sprinkle of Sherman, bro. It only takes one. It, it does only take one. He looked so bad his oh, last he's, fight. He's pretty bad, dude. He's bad. Um, but, hey, yeah, it only takes one. Hey, I think you're wrong about that. We have four more opportunities to ride Sherman. I'm not officially off the Sherman. If he wins train. one of those, I think we profit. In total. I haven't made that announcement yet. I'm not off the Sherman train. Okay. You, you know All what right. other train I'm not off? It's the Macy Barber train. Ooh. How about that? All right. How Macy Barber. That? Macy Barber. I'm back on Macy Barber. This could be a terrible decision by me. I know you're fully off the Macy Barber train. I'm so off the Macy Barber train. But I am hopping back on. So Macy Barber once said she was going to be the youngest UFC champion. And she came in. Uh, Macy, uh, the future is her nickname, Barber, um, came in. Three straight wins against Cyphers, J.J. Aldrich, and Jillian Robertson, all by finish, all by finish. Um, and then in 2020, she loses to Roxanne Modafferi. And we know about Roxy. She lost a decision to Roxy. That's yeah questionable. And then, and then uh, her last fight against Alexa Grasso, she lost. I had Alexa Grasso. Alexa Grasso, I'm pretty sure, was the underdog in that fight. So that was I remember night. that fight. That was fun. Yeah. And then she had two two fight losing streak, and then she won a split decision over Miranda Miranda Maverick, where I fully think she lost. I 100 yeah, percent think she lost. That I think fight she lost too. I remember. That, I remember. I remember both those last fights. But I don't, there's some. I have a few. I'm, this is why I'm hopping back on the Macy Barber train. Number one, I watched that highlight video that you quote yeah. tweeted, and it got me kind of hyped. I was like, oh, oh shit. Whatever. She's got some hands. Given that was a while ago, but still, she's got some hands. She's got finishing power. Um, Macy Barr by knockout is plus 330. Um, plus 330 is it? We've only had one women's knockout this whole year. I mean, that's true, but that's – I mean – that's that's actually a good point, but that's still, that's still worth it. I think that's worth it, bro. I mean, the thing is um, with De La Rosa, if this fight goes to the ground, I think it'll probably like De La Rosa is pretty good on the ground, but overall, like De La Rosa is not a great fighter. Um, that's what I'm saying. That was my other reason. I, my, De La Rosa is not very good. That that was my other uh kind of because Macy Barber, like J- Jillian Robinson, JJ Aldrich, Hannah Cyphers, those are all names, you know. And and Miranda, Miranda Maverick should have beat her. Um, Miranda Maverick and Alexa Grasso are much better than Montana De La Rosa, I will say. So, yeah, De La Rosa to win by submission plus 800 is very sneaky because she has three submissions in the UFC. Yeah, um, this is what I'm saying. If it goes to the ground, like the sub potential for De La Rosa is there for sure, exactly. Um, um she has not gone finished, both these fighters have not gone finished in the UFC, which is a little which. They both have a lot of finishes, but they've both due. never been finished, which They're makes due me to get finished. I want, yeah, I want to bet the under two and a half plus 190 because that'd be fun. Um, 
Now nah, we're fading Macy Barber. I'm on that no, train. I'm not, I will I'm do not, it. I will I'm ride not. that. I will always fade Macy Barber. Always. All right. Forever. Well, this is this is the box up uh, main event this week. This, this is week. the box up main event. Ma- Macy week. Barber is Montana De La Rosa. I am on. I'm on Macy Barber in some all way right, or form. Right, you'll, you'll, I'll, I'll let you know how, but I'm I'm gonna have her win me some money. That's how we're doing I will that. say if she comes out and looks impressive. I will maybe rescind my fade Macy Barber, but for now it is still on because I think she's on a three fight losing streak, even though she's won her last fight. No, I respect that. I'm I'm playing I'm playing a dangerous game here. Um, hopping back on because I said I wouldn't do it, but I'm doing it. All right, fair. Number fourteen, Macy Barber. I will add. Um, Let's go, baby. <laughs> uh, co-main of the, the night, Clay Guido's back. Hyped for that. Yeah, he is back. Clay Guida's uh, back to pick him. Fighting um, Claudio Fueles. Yeah. Um, some guys on Twitter are saying uh, uh, Puelas, but it's hard to really fade Guida for his last It's so hard fight. to fade him. He's – the experience factor is so big sometimes. You know, he's lost a lot of fights. Um, Puelas is 4-1 in the UFC – with two submissions, two knee bar submissions. Yeah, the last one was against um, Grutzmacher, I think. Yeah, and his one loss was to Martin Bravo by uh, KO. Um, let's see what Pulis by submission is. Plus 350, that's not value. Gita by submission is plus 1,000, which I think is fucking value. That'd be pretty crazy. You can never count out Clay Guida of a fight as we saw in his last bout. Thing is, Gita does get subbed a lot. I'm looking at it right now. He has one, two, three, four, um, five, six, six submission losses in the UFC. That is kind of uh, concerning as someone who wants Clay Guida to win. But, like, Clay Guida's at the point, like, we know what he is, right? Like, he's not a tough Mm. out for anybody, but he's also not, like, extremely good anymore so it mm-hmm. you know you're kind of playing with fire betting against him but he could very easily get knee barred again by for Puelas. you know what i mean exactly i think i'm gonna go Puelas in this one i'm gonna be okay. honest that's fair see principle though i gotta i gotta root for clay guida because if i bet this against thing, him, this could be wins. so stupid of me it's but one I think of those it's things so, it's, you feel like point, a dumbass if he wins and you bet against it right exactly but i think at some point guida is gonna lose that fight that's gonna be like okay I think mm-hmm. he's done. You know, he's gonna meet his match, and because he's kind of retired soon, bro. He's been around for so he's long. He's like forty years old or whatever. Yeah. I don't even know, but I don't. Know, well, I think... This should be a fun fight. Pick them odds. Clay Guida's always electric. Yeah, and we'll see what playlist has. So under two and a half plus one seventy. I love that too. I think the unders are gonna start flogging this card. I think this is gonna make up for last um, last card because I think last card. How many unders hit? The Kroom fight, the Garcia fight. Um, That's it, I think. Jesus. Oh, and the uh, – oh, yeah, the Kroom fight. You already said that. I'm pretty sure – Oh, and, 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 the, and the Clacker, Clacker Rose close, whatever. Dragon close. Yeah, it did. It did because it, it, did, it barely. finished early in the second. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so three of, what, 12? Yeah. <sighs> Tough. Uh, main event, women's strawweight. Number yeah, one, I, I, I would never oppose this as a main event, but here we go. Not number one, Jessica Andrade returns against number 10, Amanda Lemos. Um, Lemos in her last fight, 
I lost a split or she won a split, excuse me, against Angela, Angela Hill. Hill, where I think she lost the fight. Um it was Angela, very Hill, close. Angela Hill loves to lose by split decision. We've we've uh she's a record holder in that category. Yeah. I mean, what do you expect out of this? I don't I don't really like I expect Andrage to I expect Andrade to take care of business. Yeah, honestly, um, whether it's by a, a decision, by a knockout, Andrade has she's Mount Rushmore of strawways. Strawways, yeah. It's like her Rose, Joanna, and fucking and like Carla Sparza. Yeah. yeah. Um, she's been around, fought everybody. She's one of those girls that. Um, she's lost to Rose. She beat Rose, but you know she lost to Rose. She's lost to Valentina, top, yeah. top, uh, top women, and she beats the girl she's supposed to beat. Yeah. Uh, who did she fight last time? She really just fucked her up. It was uh, um, I forget her name, but it was like a first round finish. It was clear. It was it was it was over. Was it Chu No, although she was, did beat Chu before too. that. Let me look it up. Let um, me look it up. Jessica yeah. Andrade, her last fight. She loading, loading, loading. Oh, Calvillo. Yeah. yeah. Which isn't too impressive, but she still uh, you know, got the job done. She got the knockout. Lemos didn't really impress me against what should be a pretty straightforward win in Angela Hill if you want to be a contender. And I think Andrade is just going to be too much. And I think I'm, I'm predicting Andrade KO. Yeah, literally the only win of merit that Lamos has is Angela Hill. Um, but she has three finishes in her uh, uh, UFC career. So, like, mm-hmm. what is the over-under on this fight? It's three and a half, and it's minus 135. Okay, that seems pretty accurate to me because I think the it finish does. potential is high. But also, you know, it's women's straw weight, like – if it goes, the I, distance, I, don't, I don't know. If, I don't know if I can do it. Honestly, yeah, exactly. You can't be surprised. Um, but I, I what's Andrade KO? Is plus one seventy five. Oh, that's it. That's not. Yeah, and enough. Lemos KO is plus three hundred. So I mean, th- there's not a lot of value on this. If you're gonna take one of those, you might as well take the under, or just to an inside distance bet. Maybe I don't know, but it, it's kind of a tough one. I this whole card, it's gonna be a very light. Betting yeah, cards. It, it's me. very when, hard. I, to, it, uh, it's, number one, it, these fights are hard to read. Number two, I'm coming off an historically bad card, <laughs> and yeah. also I'm I'm kind of learning. Like on these random cards, like it's kind of like you don't you don't want to want to throw down and like a bunch of random shit, and and a lot of these like the prelim fighters I don't know at all. Yeah, and exactly. You're playing with fire if you're trying to. I'm get... trying to stop betting on fighters I don't know. But yeah, the only bet that um, I've I've in right now is Jordan. Uh, I think I think I got him at minus one oh five or something uh, somewhere along those, but um, we'll see, man. Like I have no expectations for this card based off of last week, so it, it it's gonna be hard to do worse than last week. I think it card. is. It is. So, we'll it's see. Be hard to watch. Yeah. Hopefully the spring game ends so I can catch the main uh main uh, main card. Um, one unders parlay I did put together just now. Uh, the under two and a half in the Jordan, uh, Veneta, Gita Pulis, and Barber De La Rosa. Okay. Plus 1857. All right. I love that. It's pretty, I, I think that. that's sneaky. 
Um, but yeah, should we get into some notes? Let's that get into it? some notes. Uh, real quick, I just want to say, I know this podcast is not called Box Up Bellator, but the Bellator card last week was hilarious. Oh yeah, let's get into it. I have that written yeah, down. So we got to talk about this. We had the light heavyweight championship. We had Corey Anderson versus uh, – I don't remember the other I'm guy. Blank. Is it Krilov? Something like that. Nemkov. Nemkov. A guy. Nemkov. I guess Nemkov. a guy. And it ended uh, – there's a head clash that ended the fight, and it was ruled a no contest, which is very funny in your Bellator light heavyweight championship. And he was winning the whole fight, and then a round three clash of heads uh, ended it and ruled it a no contest. So it was very anticlimactic. Um, and then Pitbull, Patricio Pitbull, beats AJ McKee, and we won that bet because Pitbull was plus two forty or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something which like that. Was ridiculous. Great call by Slimmy there. Although I feel like I kind of wish he lost because I think if he lost, I would have won at least two or three more bets on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that was electric. Great call by Slimmy. Yeah. Uh, overall, though, horrible look for Bellator in my oh, opinion. Yeah. Your golden boy McKee looks terrible in in his uh, first title defense, and he it was his first loss and, of his career. Yeah, and although I think he won the fight, uh, see, looked, I don't know, like, great. Yeah, like it was, it was a lot closer than what I thought. The I thought the scorecards were going to be a little bit different than what they were, but I thought it was a terrible. Another reason why it was a terrible look because I thought it was a terrible decision. Like I, I, I okay, you have no idea. I this was the first time I have ever been surprised that my fighter won. Oh, yeah. I, f- I fully expected to lose the bet, too. Like, I was like, well, all right. Especially when they announced the scorecards. One of them had it 49-46. Pitbull won. I wish we talked about it. I wish this we recorded this on Friday night. Where we remember it a little bit more. Yeah, because yeah. I don't really – because I, I, could, I could give you round by round. But I had Pitbull winning maybe two rounds. Yeah. Yes, I it was, but I think they must have given him that round where he had the submission for a while. Yeah, I was gonna must say give, they must have given him that. It's one of those things where, like, I don't actively like for this Bellator, I'm not gonna actively like score it in my head and like really take things into account. It's just like based off the vibes that I was getting from the fight, I was like, okay, I think McKee probably won. And then they said 49 46, blah blah blah. I was like, oh, it's probably McKee. And I was, was literally in shock. I was yeah. when they announced Pitbull, I was like, what the fuck? I, I got pretty hyped. Um, but I remember it being they had John McCarthy doing the uh the in uh fight scorecard, which I wish they do for the UFC. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, but um, like yeah, Big John had it maybe it that's wrong. why I was so uh well no, but I agreed with what he was saying. I agreed with what he was saying because I think he had it two two going into the last round. I think I think he said okay, it's 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 either three one. Uh, McKee or 2 2 going in the last round. Yeah. I think, and I think McKee was, won the last round. Yeah. Um, hey, we won that one. Plus, plus 250 ish. I don't even remember what yeah. the line was, but it was a good one. I'm 1 0 on Bellator bets. There we go. There we go. We but got Bellator. Am, we got Bellator this weekend, too. Again, this isn't Box hey, of Bellator podcast, but feed me another pick. We've got tonight, there's a card. There's like an eight fight card tonight. And then tomorrow, mm-hmm. There's the start of the 135 Grand Prix tournament that they have, which is fire. I love that. Something I wish the UFC would would do is have 
tournaments of like ranked people right. uh, but and also cyborg fights so oh i remember that i saw that i remember seeing that on the canvas that's cool yeah. She's, yeah. She's, she's gonna star somebody yeah so cyborg fights and also ralphian stotts 135er and, and uh the dude sergio pettis knocked out omiguchi right. i think he fights tomorrow too as well he's really good so yeah, i mean bellator hey, then those top level those main card bellator fights those main events are they're worth a watch. They're exciting. The violence is a violence podcast. PFL had a violent ass card. On I was Wednesday. just gonna say I'm I'm one and zero in Bellator betting and zero and one in PFL betting. Yeah. Um, but I, overall, it was a great. P- I mean, you watched a lot more than I did, so you can kind of take this. But oh, it was. I mean, top. It was just violent as fuck. Like I'm I'm yeah. gonna watch the next one. Like it was just super violent, and that's all I asked for from Wednesday night PFL. Like that's all you need. Uh uh-huh. Yeah, it was great. I mean, I saw all the highlights on Twitter. The co-main, sorry about that loss for you, but that was a great knockout. Um, oh, dude, yeah. The main, the, we talk the about main... that for a second? Yeah. So, Housh Manfio won the lightweight PFL last year. He won the million dollars. He was losing the entire 13 minutes of the fight uh-huh. against Don Madge, and then he just fucking lays him out, man. Come from behind, it knockout. Was such a good punch. I had the pick them on Don Madge in a parlay. It was tough. But, again, if I'm going to lose a bet, I want to lose it with some exciting violence that I can just be like, all right, I appreciate that for what it is. Fuck my $10 bet. Like, <laughs> it is what it is. Like, I, I like the half unit. Yeah, I, I had a good time watching it, you know. so whatever. It was a sick punch. It was a really good punch. Yeah. Came out of nowhere. Um, and then the main event, um, Will Heathens, uh, Stevens. Yeah, Jeremy, Jeremy Stevens got fucked up. First PFL fight. The dude he was fighting was really fucking good. The shit, was, that was a great fight because Stevens was landing big. He was getting pieced the fuck up, but like, yeah, but Stevens was landing some of his best shots, and that's it was what I mean. Landing this guy, like collared, great chin, because you know a lot of those shots knock out people who. This is the thing, like UFC, obviously overall top organization, but that doesn't mean that all the top fighters are in the UFC, right? Like. No. There's these like these Bellator fights that we're talking about. Like, there's guys at the top that could easily be in the UFC. Exactly, there's former exactly. UFC fighters like Jeremy Stevens, Corey Anderson, etc. Yeah. So, it's worth watching. Violence. We're a violence podcast. Right? No, it is. There, there's there's a shit ton, and yeah, I mean the UFC is more attractive to me now because I know a lot of more fighters. Right, right, right. But no, I want I want to get educated. I mean these these tournaments are are so smart for these. It makes it so much ex- more exciting that it's a tournament. Yeah, because because you know the next matchup. I think that's a big part of it. You know the next matchup. Um, but yeah, Stevens got fucked up. We had the under, and that didn't even really come close to hitting. There was never a moment where I was like, "Oh shit, this is gonna end." You know? But with the the pace that it was at, it kind of sucks because of how many strikes were landed. Exactly. I expected a moment to happen like that, but it just never happened. Yeah, it is what it is. It was again fun ass fight. Very good. Fight. Yeah, it was a great fight. Yeah. Um, you mentioned the uh, uh, the tournament style fights that yes. the Bellator and PFL does. The UFC announced that this road to Singapore tourney is happening with unranked fighters, but still is. I think it's it's is men. it is it unranked fighter? Is it like I, I feel like they would have said if it was ranked fighters, but well, really I know it, sure. no, but I mean, like, is it current UFC fighters or is it non UFC fighters fighting for a contract? I think it's UFC fighters. My understanding is that it is like a you might ultimate, be right, actually. I think it's an ultimate fighter style. Like, none of these guys are in the UFC, but if they win the tournament, they get a contract. 
here it is. The UFC have announced the Road to Singapore tournament in Singapore leading up to UFC 275. It features four men's divisions, 125, 135, 145, 155. The opening round is two events on June 9th and 10th with 10 bouts per day. From That's fire. Two, from 2.30 a.m. to 8 a.m. Eastern time. I'm definitely going to be watching that. I don't give a fuck. 2.30 p.m., 8 p.m. local time. That's hilarious. In the middle just of the in the night middle here. of the night. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Um, that rocks. Um, uh, and then the, the top comment is, is anyone, is anybody going to tell us if it's actual UFC fighters? Right. That's the number one question that I have about it. Because if it's actual yeah, UFC fighters, and, and that's going to be crazy. Yeah, I really hope that's the case. Because that because that even if it's not ranked, they should do it with the ranked fighters first off. That would make yeah. matchmaking so much easier. Uh, dude, imagine great. like a lightweight tournament with like the top eight. Oh my god, that'd be awesome. The problem is like, what do you do with the champ though? Do they still have the belt? Winner of the tournament fights the champ. Well, the way the way Bellator does it is the champ holds the belt in the tournament. If you beat the champ, obviously you get the belt, but then you keep fighting in the tournament. Okay. It's like if you win the overall tournament and have the belt, like you, you get like you're just the champion, right? Okay, let's do let's do this for fun real quick. So yeah, um, let's say let's let's go welterweight. Um, okay. So let me pull so, up the rankings. Let me pull the rankings. So, okay. So I, I'm so I'm just going theoretically by like a one like a like a NBA NHL player. Yeah. So style, you like said welterweight. One fights eight. Welterweight. Uh yeah. So Usman so be, would fight fights Wonder Boy. Yeah. That'd be awesome. <laughs> uh, Colby would fight Vicente Luque. Fire. That'd be banger. That'd be a great fight. Uh, Leon would fight Bilal. Again. <laughs> and then Hamza would fight Burns again. Again. Hey, I'm That'd all for sick. that. And then winner of Hamza Burns. Okay, I mean, a lightweight, you said? Yeah. So Unless, Well, because the winners, because we wouldn't know who the winners would fight because they depend on the seating. True, you know? true, true, true. You just have to reseed it. So oh, got, would you reseed it like the NFL, or would you just do straight up like? NCAA I think you should. Re- I think you should reseed it. Really? I don't yeah. know. What do you think? I think you just do it like NCAA tournament style. Like if if the seven and right, the, right. Uh, so so how would it be then? It, like Kamaru and Kamaru. Kamaru would fight the winner of. Uh, hold on, I'm mixing myself. Kamaru would fight the winner of uh, Burns Jimaev. That and would then, be crazy. And then the winner of, of Leon Bilal would fight the winner of Luke Colby. And, and, and Colby. Yeah. That'd be fun. That'd be really fun. That'd be a lot of fun. So in lightweight, Oliveira would fight El Kakui again. <sighs> Dustin would fight RDA. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Aichi would fight Chandler again. And, and Isla would fight Dariush. Fucking perfect. <laughs> perfect. Uh, yeah. They, that shit would be so electric. But I don't think that'll ever happen. Honestly, think about this though. If that happened, and we could see Islam and Oliveira fight in the second round of the tournament, oh yeah, that would be incredible. Right. And you that see, like fun. the UFC doesn't need to draw fan interest like that. Like they're in a position where like they don't have to do shit like that. But I'm yeah. glad that like Bellator and PFL do it because it definitely adds in a level of the competition that is. And well, I think those those promotions kind of need that. You know, you exactly. Know. That's what I mean. Like the UFC doesn't. But I'm glad that the, 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 this road to Singapore bullshit is is good for UFC. They're yes. going in the right direction. Like obviously, we have the Ultimate Fighter coming up, Contender Series in the fall, and now we're adding this to the like UFC world of of violence, which I enjoy. I'm so. just I'm just excited for more updates about yeah uh, 
how it's actually going to work. See, what I it was rumored like months ago, and what I'm thinking it's going to be, I, I think they're focusing on Asia, like Asian fighters. Like, okay. I'm not expecting it to be current UFC fighters. I'm going to think it's going to be like Asian fighters fighting for like a, a shot at a contract. Is what I still think that's cool though. Like the tur- yeah. I, I like the tournament style. Like yeah. I like the bracket. It's just cool to have that kind of thing. Definitely. In it's like March Madness. Um, yeah. Okay. I got a few more notes. Um, if one thing was just funny that happened, I woke up to this news that Mike Tyson beat the fuck out yeah. of some guy on a plane. Of all the people <laughs> that you fuck with on a plane, why would you fuck with Mike Tyson? Yeah, one idiot. And when apparently idiot. that guy's a that guy's a criminal record. Apparently, too makes sense. Um, so that guy's an idiot. Yeah. Um, guy. and now Mike Tyson's with Ric Flair too. Hanging out, um, chilling. Yeah. This is just pretty hilarious. What a legend. Yeah. Um, Dan Hardy is coming out of retirement to fight Diego <laughs> Sanchez in a oh boxing match. Have you ever seen the video of Diego Sanchez and his former trainer where, uh, it was Josh Fabia. This dude is like crazy. Uh, it was Dio Sanchez hanging. I've heard of him. He was hanging upside down from like a bar. Yeah. And his trainer, Josh Fabia, was like using him as a punching bag. And that was their training. Yeah. I, I just saw that recently. That, that just came, that just resurfaced. Incredible. Dio yeah. Sanchez is doing everything he can to take as many years off of his life as possible. Yeah. Seriously. I am not a big Dan Hardy guy either. Neither am I really. But I mean, that's, I that'll hope. be fun. I don't really like. I'm gonna. This is the kind of thing where I'm. I'm gonna forget about this, and then the and day before it happens, I'll be no, honestly like, I, it'll just happen, and I'll like see it on Twitter. Yeah. Like, oh, like, oh Dan, Dan Hardy, Hardy with the knockout of Diego. I'm like, oh okay, yeah, like, that, wait, that's a thing. I that, forgot that this. Happened. This was gonna happen. All right, but uh, yeah, so that's kind of cool. Um, unfortunately, Robert Whitaker uh yeah, got hurt and is sucks. not fighting Marvin Vittori, which that sucks. sucks. I was really excited man. for this fight. That's a, they need to um, find a replacement. There's enough time to find a good replacement for that fight. Though. Yeah, there is enough time. Thing. The problem is no one wants Vittori. He, except for Costa. Except for Costa. Dude, dude, <laughs> run it back, bro. Run it back. That was a great fight. I mean, I also, I don't know. Though, I, want, I want Costa just to, like, start someone again, like just, like like he was doing before Definitely. he fought Izzy. Um, I kind of miss that, Costa. And the last note I have is um, Tyson Fury. Yep, I was going to say it if you tomorrow. didn't. I was gonna say it if you didn't. And we gotta find what 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 what's your bet? See, for the value, you gotta do like some round betting. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I'm gonna bet on that, I'm not, I'm probably gonna. If there's a prop where I can get him, dude, because I don't know shit about the other guy. To be fair, I, well, what is it? What gotta, are the odds? Do you have it? Fury's minus five fifty and White is plus four hundred. Heavyweights, man. See, you can. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. You can't fade Fury, though. You just can't do it. Against some dude I've never heard of. Um, If there's a prop where it's like rounds one through six, Fury, or six through 12, I might just pick one of those. There are. Yes. I'll give it to you. It's Fury to win rounds one through six plus 300. Fury to win round seven through 12 plus 140. I might take the one through six then. Early knockout. I don't know. Definitely watching Those are round betting. Fear round one plus four thousand. Fear round two plus thirty five hundred. There's round there's for every round. Yeah, 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 yeah. I might just pick a random every, one. Put a little. You want to pick a random round? I mean, three, round four. They're all they're all at least round four is plus eighteen hundred. I feel like that's a little early. I don't know. I mean, but I mean, fuck, I'm down. 
Well, I mean, who we'll, we'll discuss. They, but I, wanna, fights, I, I, I know that the main card of that pay-per-view, I think, starts at like 1 p.m. Central time. Perfect way to start Slimmy Saturday. Is it right, that is, it starts that early? Fuck. Yeah, because yeah, they're point. in London or they're in, they're in the UK somewhere. Right. I just need... I want to make a funny bet that if it hits, it'd be awesome. Yeah, but we we can uh, we can discuss. That'll be on the Slimmy special tomorrow, probably. Fuck yeah, yeah. That's that's gonna be. It's a great weekend of violence. We already had the PFL. We got two Bellator cards. We got a UFC card, and we got Tyson Fury. So, Huge weekend of violence, bro. Great weekend of violence. Um, but I think that'll about do it for Box Up UFC. Yeah, Once again, an eventful and a pretty eventful pod. Yeah. Thing, things just keep happening in the world of, of violence. Of mixed, mixed martial arts, things never, always happen. Man. Never ends. There's there's a one championship card. I saw one championship is in like Singapore. It's based. There's a, this is the, the promotion. Singapore is like a hot spot, bro. Like, what's going on? I don't know. This is the promotion where uh, uh, Mighty Mouse fought uh, that kickboxer. And ben Askren was champ. At one point, in, in yeah. One. So, um, today in the one of the women's divisions, a 17 year old won the belt. Crazy, what 17 year old champion? That's insane. What the fuck, dude? Yeah. That is insanity. So shout out. I, I wish I knew her name. Uh, but shout I don't understand how you can get that good that fast. That's insane. I don't get it either. I don't get it. Jesus, either. it's ridiculous. But anyway, I respect box up. We'll be back I next week. Her. Another, uh, Sleeper, not a, a font and, and Cheeto might be a good fight, but mm-hmm. other than that, next week's card isn't looking too crazy. So we'll see what's going on with that. But I can take Bilal Muhammad. Bilal, remember the name. I'm glad you remembered his name. I was waiting for you to say it. Um, I, I can take him. Bilal's the GOAT, and we'll catch you next week. Bilal doesn't want me. <laughs> you know, okay, 205, watch out for, for our Torres. That's yeah, but I might cut down to fight Bilal too. No, it'll be this will be yeah, 205. In, watch out in July. No, 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 we're going later than that. We're going to go December pay per view. Co winner of Yuri Glover. No, the co main will be R. Torres versus the winner of Yuri Glover, and the main event will be Slimmy versus Connor McGregor. Yeah, and Connor, Connor, I'm still waiting quiet. on your response, Bobby. You, you blocked me on Twitter, and I, I don't see any. Any kind of tweets anymore. I'll let you know if he chirps you or anything. If you don't see, I'll 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 send it to you. Or I'll yeah, I'll screenshot it. Start sending shots his way. (laughs) All right. Peace.